Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills, in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. In today's program, we are studying the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 11. Here's Pastor Ryan. I, I can care less. I'll do anything for Jesus. Anything for him. Wouldn't you? I know you would. Anything. And learn to be content in that. That's what God desires. And when he sees that humility, the Bible says that if you humble yourself, he will lift you up. Jesus said to them, in Matthew 18, verse 1 through 5, At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to himself, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as a, this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Last night I was watching a fight and I got to watch it with my friend uh, um, Nico, who's two years old, right? Jacob and Alyssa's uh, baby. And he sat right next to me. We shared a little bowl of popcorn. And we were just hanging out watching the thing. You think he said to me, I want to share with you my ambitions and my aspirations for ministry. He was just like, He's just enjoying the popcorn that God gave him. Children are a blessing. They teach us so much. Just be humble. Just wait on the Lord. Get over thyselves. And that's what I have to do too. Get over yourself. Die to yourself, Ryan. Keep dying. Lower. Get low to the ground. Lower still, Ryan. Lower to the ground. I don't deserve one person to hear me. Not one. You are a miracle from God that you would even sit here and listen to me. You are a gift from God. I did not, I did not um, coerce you or offer you Hershey bars to come and please sit. He did it. He did it. And he will do it for you. God can miracle stuff to happen. Quick or slow. Depends on how humble we are. Look at what he said here. Verse 19, he says, For there must also be factions among you, that those who are approved may be recognized among you. He says, I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it. It's not hard for me to believe, Paul says. There must be factions among you, so that those who are among you can be approved. Is one of the most greatest verses. I've never been so excited about a verse recently than this. Paul is saying, ah, oh, division's terrible. 
but they must happen. It's how God shows you who's real and who's not. You tell people, oh, so-and-so left, so-and-so left, so-and-so left. All of them left. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Some people would say, don't say that. You say, yeah, that's how, that's how God rolls. He's just cleaning house. Amen. So that he wants those that are here to be approved as those who walk with him. He is jealous for his bride. You got Masa? Go talk to the person you have Masa with, not to me. That's my brother. That's my sister. Family, friends, I don't care who. You know, you know how many friends? My best friend's Andre, man. He will chew me out. Not even care if he would lose his relationship with me as his best friend. He will chew me out if I need a chewing out. Why? Because he loves Jesus more than me. And I will chew him out. He knows it. That's why we love each other. They go after gullible women. There's a reason why they go to certain people to talk to. I want people to be afraid to come to me with gossip. Because they know I'm just going to point them to the word. And, and, and now put them on blast to go deal with it God's way. But if they go to you, you they're part of you should be outraged that you would think that you can come to me and speak bad about my sister. That's hardcore. In the early days, when we had 30 people at our church, we just started. It's like month five of the church, right? It's, we're going on 15 years. There was five months. There was a guy, man, I didn't give him the, the worship leadership position, man. He wanted to get paid and all this crazy stuff. He wanted the position, man. And he came from another church that told me, hey, his pastor said, whatever you do, don't make that guy anything. But I was dumb and a young pastor. I said, I'm, I'm different. I can work with them. Same thing. He goes to about, there's 30 of us. He probably went to, he went to everybody except probably four people. My wife and I, the guy who was helping me at the time and his wife, went to everybody else's house, him and his wife. So we went from 30 to 15 just like that. And the 15 that left, none of them came to us to see if the things that we're saying were true. Even though the Bible says don't receive an accusation against an elder except for two or more witnesses. They, had, they said they had a witness, but she was a 5150. You know what that is? She was crazy. She would leave letters in front of our house saying that the aliens are coming after us and all kinds of crazy stuff. I had to, do, I had to file a restraining order against her. So that was their second witness. That wasn't a witness. She's crazy. We went to 15, but the Lord showed me what he was doing and that he would do this throughout the years. This is how I show who's approved. There was a young kid named David who said, who the guy went to and talked to. And that young kid is Pastor David. He said he came to me and said all this, all this stuff, and, and, and that's how David grew in the ministry here. There's another young sister named Lorena who also came to us and said, this church talking trash. What do you, you know, what's up? And we were able to explain it. They're with us to this day. In this 
chapter or in this book. Cleo told Paul, there's, there's drama here. You got to come do that. And then here he says, I hear. But he's not surprised. That's the point of it. It happens. As you mature and people, I look at Sue and Mike here, man. They stood around when other, a couple families left. They're just like, they're lost. We're here. By faith, we're here with very few people at Sweet Hills. And they realize I'm not that much of a tyrant. They're still here. They're still here. You know what I mean? Like God did his thing. But it's part of it. Paul the Apostle said it must happen so that we can know who's approved. Man, because it's hard to tell who they are because everyone puts on their best face. And Jesus said in Matthew 7, beware of false prophets. Paul would say false brethren too, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. You know, if you have a brother or sister who, who's gossiping all the time about somebody, they're basically devouring their brother. See, sheep don't eat sheep. Wolves eat sheep. But the wolves wear the wool. The wolves wear the no, the wolves wear the wool of the sheep. But you can't tell until it's eating time. And they eat they eat sheep. And the rest of the sheep should look and, and like, what's up with this sheep? It's eating other sheep. It's a wolf. Who's going to tell them that they're acting wolfish? Man, people be played today. Played, I'm telling you, by the devil, like a violin. And that's why we're here. In Proverbs 26, verse 24 through 26, it says, He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit within himself. When he speaks kindly, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness will be revealed before the assembly. God will say, watch, eventually I'm going to let this happen so you can, so I can reveal it to you all to be careful. Because that's how good God is. That's how much he loves his church. God will not be mocked. Your sin, our sin, will find us out. He's so cool. Why do I love God? You know, a part of all of us, we don't want to be shamed. We don't want to be punked. We don't want to be... um, we don't like it when people speak ill of us. But I'm so blessed that if we seek God, man, he, he brings forth our righteousness as the noonday. He makes sure that you are blessed with his glory, that you are blessed with his goodness, that, pe- that you don't get played, that I don't get played. Because he is jealous for me, right? Love's like a hurricane. I am a tree. He, 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 he's just. Verse 20. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the, is it not to eat the Lord's Supper? 
For in eating, each one takes his own supper ahead of others. And one is hungry and another is drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I do not praise you. And so what he's referring to here is in the early church, they used to have these church potlucks or feasts that they called agape feasts. Once a week, agape feasts. Everybody brought food. And after they would eat, they would take communion and partake. So what the Corinthians were doing was they were divided. They, 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 didn't, they were hating on each other for various reasons, culturally, financially. There's a lot of poor people at that time in, in the early church there in Corinth. Some were, were slaves. The best meal that they would have received that week would have been at the agape feast that they had. But what they were doing was, was you know, cutting the line getting double, triple portions so that those who had no money, who were poor, didn't get to eat. Some were getting drunk, making light of the Lord's body and blood, making light of it. When their coming together's purpose was to unite them. Their coming together, their purpose was to strengthen each other. You see, when you have a birthday party and you have a couple people from church over and they come to the birthday party or they come to your barbecue, or they, God intends those good times to be times of encouragement and building up, not times to sit around and complain about the church. I'm telling you, these Christian ordinances, the taking of communion, the baptism, the serving, all of those things were meant to bind us together, not to separate us. And this is why he said, when you, he goes, I praise you not at the beginning, right? I do not praise you since you come together, not for the better, but for the worst. This is what Matthew Henry said concerning us getting together. He said, the ordinances of Christ, if they do not make us better, will be very apt to make us worse. If they do not do our souls good, they do us harm. If they do not melt and mend, they will harden. Corruptions will be confirmed in us if the proper means do not work a cure for them. Think about that. He says, man, when you come to church, when you fellowship, there, there are places for us to get right in. If we don't get right in these places, it will just reveal our corruption. Man, I thought I was just having a few people over for dinner. And what happens when you fellowship with people? You get to know how they are, who they are. They like to compromise. They like to talk masa, gossip. I didn't know that until we had this Christian dinner. I didn't know that. That's why people avoid church. They don't want the accountability. Because then if I go to church, they're going to see how I am. And that's what Matthew Henry said. Puritan from a hundred and something years ago. Said, oh, these things, being baptized will only reveal your corruption. Taking communion will only reveal your corruption. Partaking in our potluck will only reveal your corruption. Getting married will only reveal your corruption. Amen? 
Oh, yeah. Shoot, man, Clarissa has big eyes. She sees. She sees. I see you. I see the corruption. But our get-togethers are not for gossip or complaining. They should be afraid to do that in your house or on your cell phone. This is trash. You need to go talk to whoever you need to talk to. This is trash. He says, but such scandalous disorders in so sacred an institution as they were guilty of called for a sharp reprehension. They quite turned the institution against itself. It was intended to make them better, to promote their spiritual interests, but it really made them worse. Remember, as Paul is teaching the Corinthian church, he says, look to the Israelites. Look to our fathers in the desert as an example. For what? All of them were under the cloud. All of them walked through the Red Sea. They were saved. They were saved. But only two were approved by God. How many? Two got in. He, you know, Moses got in a different way. He died. He went up. We saw him with the Lord. But the rest, gone. Not approved. That, and Paul says, we're, we're, we're New Testament believers here. You know what I mean? Like, but he says, look at the Old Testament stories so that you learn. If they were benefited by all of that, yet God punished them, don't think just because you've been baptized. Don't think just because you can speak in tongues or preach. Don't think just because you, you feed the poor or do children's ministry that God can't punish you for causing division. Why is God saying this? First service, this whole parking lot seemed full to me. First service looked like this. More people are going to come. And God wants his sheep to be mature. Stop with the leche. Stop with the milk in the bottle. Let's get into, let's get into more mature things. Done with the gossip. Done with getting into everyone's drama. It's pathetic. I'm guilty of it. I've done it myself. God is good. He, he forgives and he says, no mas. Move forward. Because he will show who's approved and he really, you know what he says? He says, don't pull out the tares. Don't pull out the tares with the wheat. Lest you pull some wheat out. So I'm not about to tell people you need to bounce. God will get rid of those who he knows should not be in this church. And the Lord of the harvest says to pray to him so that he sends laborers out in the field to replenish the spaces that the haters left behind. I'm speaking to you as a preacher not one who's bitter at all. I'm too blessed to stress. It's part of it. I've been all over Montana. I haven't been, the corner. I've been all over where there's trees in Idaho. I've been all over Idaho. 
Every year they have fires to just burn. It burns that under underbrush, just gets rid of it so that it's clean. Let me read to you again. I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it, for there must also be factions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. And I recognize people that have been here with us for a long time, being faithful, being loyal. It's a beautiful thing. I was from a gang before, and what we idolized was faithfulness. And you realize that they weren't that faithful because it was a distorted type of faithfulness. But in the body of Christ, there should be real faithfulness. The kind that understands God's loving gaze is upon each and every one of our hearts and he sees. God, help us put a guard over our mouth. Help us to speak those things that are edifying and help us to pray for our church because this place is going to pop off. I'm proud of you. There's so much love here. People are going to come in here and they're just not going to want to leave. You know what I'm saying? And it's God who does it. Not me, not you. It's God. Does that make sense? Now, speaking of potlucks, I'm telling you, you got to know how God works. Potluck was a question. In my life, the topic came up. Pastor, are we going to have the potluck? Guys are going to be in Mexico. That's the day. That's Sunday, the third. I'm hearing opinions, thinking, what should I do, Lord? What should I do, Lord? You read this, and I'm telling you, does God speak to our church or what? That's scary. That's like, who are the, who are the couple that got killed in the early church? Huh? Sephora and who? Yeah, you remember them. You know? The husband gets killed first because he lied to Peter in the church. Woo! She had three hours to think about it. And she she did the same thing and boom. That's how I, this is soul. Are you kidding me? It's like, I have a potluck question. Well, Paul addressed it. See, I, I, I'm after preaching, I'm on cloud nine. I'm like, I'm just like, oh, and I'm just thinking, and I just see a line of people eating. I think everything's cool and kosher with the line. But I found out from the, from the potluck people that not everybody's bringing food. That only like 10 people are bringing food and the rest are eating. You want to read this again on your way home? I said to the first service, look, Maryland, y'all should not be running from Maryland. You should be running to Maryland. I told Maryland, put me on the top of the list. I'm bringing something. Coming back from Mexico Saturday night late, I will bring food double, word and food. Because I need to be a, a, a lead by example. So pray about it. And if you put your name, that means that you're going to Check your calendar. Mark it really big. I put my name down. Let my yes be yes and my no me no. I will be there happy and ready with my dish. You know what I'm saying? 
And then, it, you know, they were, the people were eating all these portions, cutting in line, acting like pigs. That's not us. That's not us. That's them. Not us. They were acting like pigs. He says, you have your own houses to eat. So maybe you have to eat an omelet before you come that day. So that you're, you're not like biting at the bit to, can I get another piece and another, more of that? You know, That's why we have servers. God forbid we let you guys just grab your own food. Be gone, man. So it's meant to build us up. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. We don't.